1: Hello and welcome to episode 147 of the Washed Up Emo podcast. I am Tom long from washedupemo.com. Today, we welcome Frederick Branstrom from Star Market. I first heard Star Market on the Emo Diaries 3 compilation in 1999. Soon after, they released their third album, Four Hours Light. I was blown away with the post-hardcore sounds and the next level indie rock emo sensibility. I never met these guys back in the day, and with some reading shows recently in Japan and their home country of Sweden, I slid into the DMs on Instagram to see if they'd be up for chatting. Frederick, the lead singer and guitar player, was more than happy to chat. Bear in mind, listening to this episode, that English isn't Frederick's first language. That said, I was insanely impressed with how well he did. I can barely order coffee in French, let alone talk coherently. Color me impressed. Star Market is a band that deserves to be mentioned alongside the many bands from the late 90s, early 2000s that paved the way for those after them. To catch up a little bit, enjoy a medley of some of my favorite songs from their discography. Thank you to all the Patreon supporters out there. If you want to support, head on over to patreon.com slash washedupemo. This is episode 147 of the Washed Up Emo podcast with Frederick Brandstrom from Star Market. again. it's tom hello how are you good how
2: are you nice talking to you again how
1: did the reunion shows go
2: it was uh much much better than we had, had ever expected so it we didn't didn't have that much of expectations when we started out so because we, we've been <clears throat> we've been off the scene for such a long time we yep. haven't been playing for 15 years so uh so it, it was uh it felt really good to to do it and uh we worked really hard to to um, before the show and uh, rehearsing and uh, getting everything together. So, so I'm really glad that that so much people came to see us and uh, the, all the nice energy we got from the crowd. It was amazing to see.
1: That's great. There was actually somebody at the show sending me video. Uh, oh, really? So, yeah, there was someone in the crowd that was a follower and was yeah you know, sent me a bunch of videos, and so I was I got to see. Um, you know a bunch of the songs and uh
2: okay cool. uh
1: which was cool who now last days of April played too right
2: yeah exactly'-'cause we we had we hadn't been playing for such a long time so so we, we thought that well maybe it's best to to have uh one more band that uh, people know about so we we can help uh help out to help each other to to bring people to the show um so so and and I we knew them since before and and we liked the music so it um, felt felt pretty they were the first band that we came to think about when when we when we started uh, planning the show show and uh, and looking for another band to play with
1: and you had said I think in an interview or something where it was sort of uh you know when it ended when when yeah uh, it. You know, it kind of ended on a bad note, ended in like a sad way. And, you know, you kind of missed the social thing about being in a band. You know, people have lives, they have kids, they get real jobs, and you guys kind of made that decision. So, um, you know, being doing doing the show um, and having that reunion and having those feelings again, what what's did anything come out of it like did you kind of look at each other and say hey we could do this again maybe <laughs> or was there anything else that kind of came from that because that'll happen when you're all sort of in that same
2: moment again yeah the, for me it was um it was a really uh, good experience because because <clears throat> i uh, yeah like you said we we broke up uh, around the, in in the beginning of the t- with thousands in, in, um, and um, we we didn't play together for 15 years and I started doing like I said we everybody got uh, different jobs uh, careers and and uh, raising families so I, I for me it was um, when, when when we did the reunion show I, I, I felt that this was something I really missed and it felt really good to to experience yeah. this um, That uh I, I, I miss being on stage and and uh, that part of my life. It uh, felt uh, felt like a missing missing piece in the puzzle <laughs> almost. Uh, yeah. Um, during those 15 years, uh, I haven't uh, been playing that much music or uh, when I I haven't I haven't even listened to the Star- the albums we did uh, in the nineties and and and. Uh, uh, the, uh, the old uh Market albums. I, ha- I haven't even listened to them in 50 years. Almost. Wow. Because every time I listen to it, it's kind of, kind of every time I listen to it, I, I get a little bit sadness about it because uh, uh, maybe because the way it ended up. But, um, so, so, so it, for me, it felt uh, really good because I realized that when, when we did the, the reunion show, when we did the, the shows in Japan. Afterwards, it felt really good. Reactions we got from the audience, and it also felt very good because, in a way, I feel that uh, when I started looking at it, I feel that this is uh, this is perhaps uh, like a like a legacy almost. All the records I I worked so hard with. uh, We all worked really hard with Star Market for ten years and made a lot of records and wrote songs. So it's uh, in a way, this is w- w- when, when all, w- when all those years has passed, uh, uh, I can look at it differently now and, and see that, Oh, this is actually quite, uh, I made some great songs and, uh, it's, uh, nice to see that people still, still love it. And, and uh, um, it made some impact, uh, uh, for a while, I felt that I felt that uh, perhaps it was a bit forgotten that nobody cared about it. Uh, so it was great to, to change the history of the band uh, in a way. Uh, I mean, it, it ended up on a little sour note, and, and uh, now we can uh, now I can think about the, the band uh, in a much more positive way, and, and uh, so it that feels uh, really good.
1: It, sounds, it it seems you know this was just as much about the fans and people that have maybe reached out over the years to say hey we'd love to see you and then also for you this this was this was about for you guys and, and the rest of the band to kind of um do that i think that's amazing uh to be able to feel that and and realize it in the moment um and know that cuz you probably were in the moment more on stage knowing um, what this was doing. You know, you can listen to the records Absolutely. now again. You can yeah. think back about <laughs> yeah, the seven inch. Appreciate
2: th- it. Yeah. And it's, uh, I mean, uh, it, it, maybe it's, it, it, in those 15 years that we didn't play at all, it, maybe it was uh, necessary to, to get some uh, perspective uh, on the whole. Uh, on uh, on the, uh, you, now, now I can li- listen to our early stuff, for example, and, uh, and uh, appreciate it more. Um, and, and I can a- understand why what pe- what people love, love our this stuff. It's good to have that perspective. Um, all those years have been very positive for, for us as a band. Because when we broke up, it was kind of uh, well, we had some, I mean, issues in the band, and like many pe- many bands uh, have. Uh, after a few years, we started to hang out uh, again, and uh, so we've been actually. Hanging out, uh, uh, we, we, we're we're better friends now than than we were when we, when we were in a band. So 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 I think we found a way to get closer to, together and and. Uh, that's going to be good too I mean that's
1: that's what you want I mean it's it's when you watch bands sometimes you can tell yes they don't all have to be friends and they all don't need to love each other but when they do or when you can see that there's a connection musically and they're you know you're connecting outside of that there is a different vibe to it. And for you guys to, again, you ended on those, like every most bands, after a certain amount of years, yeah. you're, you're overseeing them, you're over the van, you're over, you know, you're sick of missing your girlfriend and or wife, and now mm. you're able to, you know, look back. And yeah, time time does that. And what's beautiful, I think, is with the internet and with people being able to share and be able to discover, there was an underground community um, thinking about you guys and the music was out there yeah. for people to discover.
2: Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, it was very uh, not nice to see. But uh, like I said, we had, didn't have uh, any idea what, we, what it would be like. Would anybody show up? <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, but I mean, I mean, uh, but then again, uh, like in, internet is great in that in that sense. Uh, it was easy to to get the information out. And and, uh, and people came, I mean, people traveled to Stockholm from uh, countries all over Europe. I mean, they came from Spain and Germany and uh, England um, and all the neighboring countries. Uh, so, uh, so it's pretty amazing to think about uh, the people go, go up to Sweden just for one show with, with the Star Markets. <laughs> so it's, uh, uh, it's pretty hilar- hilarious. Well, I want to know Because
1: you know, I I think there's one thing about growing up in a small town in in the United States or a small town, uh, you know, in England or one of these, you know, where there's this sort of music epicenter in terms of you know business and things, and to have you guys in Sweden have an um, like an amazing group of bands from that era that were worldwide. You know, Fireside's another one that I think of. Obviously, Refused. Um, I mean, I throw Last Days of April in there. I mean, people knew about them. Um, And what was – did you guys feel that at the time? Did you feel like, you know, all right, maybe we can't tour there, but there are people, you know, buying our 7-inch from there. Our label told us that because it was harder because you weren't really seeing it on a day-to-day basis like we do now with social media.
2: Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, so, I mean, uh, we were never. I think we we have we were never especially big in in Sweden. I think uh, um, in a way m- more people know about know about us uh, from other countries. And of course, um, and we, we we noticed that there were interests because uh, we started to get a lot of like uh, letters from uh, different countries. I, I found I found a bunch of letters recently when I was cleaning out the garage and. Uh, you know like traditional uh, p- um, letters uh, sent from paper uh, japan and <laughs> U- us and <laughs> exact paper, paper exactly stamps and uh, and uh, what did some uh, of them from, say um, yeah they said oh i heard your record it's uh, amazing uh, like pretty long letters sometimes uh, and and, and uh, i mean some people sent i uh, mean if they had a their own bands to send the tape, of course, which you could listen to. And, uh, but I mean, uh, we 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 got a music license to a, a lot of different countries. Uh, so Japan, were pretty early on. Um, uh, we got our stuff out there, and uh, and of course in, in the U.S. we we had the uh, Deep um released our stuff there, and uh, and also and we did a lot of touring in, in Germany, uh, those countries. So, so, so we 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 have a bunch of people <laughs> uh, in small like groups here and there. I mean, we're not we were never huge in any sense. But, uh, but uh, for example, we we go to Spain. We have a little following in like uh, northern Spain, Catalonia. We've been we've been there playing a lot. We're gonna do shows there. Here and there, you can. I think our fans, even if they're not. Like mass, mass on a massive scale, but the ones that really likes, the the ones that are really into our music are, are very much into the music. I mean, um, and it was amazing to see. For example, now when when we went to Japan and, and um, people came there, because we, cause we did a show, we did a tour there in uh, 2002, just before we broke up, and then we got the chance to go back to Japan. Uh, 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 like a month ago uh, in, in January. It was amazing to see all the people that came there because uh, most most of them, have, I mean, m- many of them had been to our shows for like uh, 17 years ago. So they were like, oh, people were saying like, uh, I, I waited for this uh, in 17 years. Uh, uh, I'm so glad you're here again. I think... Uh, Some of our fans are very very, dedicated and uh, loyal, I think. Um, That feels good, even even if we never never get huge, but we have uh, really loyal fans. Yeah, and then
1: I think, too, you mentioning, you know, you did touring in Germany, there was Spain, uh, obviously Japan, and then you said, you know, that people in our own country, we weren't really... Did that feel like for a lot of the bands, like if it was Fireside or other ones that they knew? You kind of had to get out to be able to sustain.
2: Yeah, in in a way, for for us, it, it felt like that because our music wasn't. Um, I mean, there wasn't a huge demand for that kind of. I, I mean, it, we we got our got a lot of inspiration. We started out. To, with, uh, we wanted to have a band. I mean, we listened to a lot of uh, American indie rock and uh, American hardcore. It felt natural to try to try to bring it outside of Sweden, and that uh, I mean, we were singing in English, so so it was yeah. It felt like it felt like the natural thing to do back then. So, so.
1: what was what was the interest? Like, was it the Like that specific era, you know. This, I'm guessing, you know, earlier mid '90s, you know, sort of hardcore indie rock. What was appealing about it to you?
2: I guess it felt uh, (laughs) exotic uh, in a way because the US is uh, so far away from Sweden uh, and uh, very different from Sweden. Also, so it was back then you didn't have the internet, so you couldn't. uh, You can only like fantasize or imagine what the bands were like or the. Uh, what, what kind of lives they were living because uh, nobody I mean not many people you know you knew had been to the US so, so it, uh, it was very, very exotic for me it was I started listening to indie music first that was appealing to me and, and uh, but I liked the American scene better than the one that, that was in for example Britain because it had had a little bit more physical side like uh, aggression in, in more more energy in the music maybe because it was came from hardcore and punk Um if you listen to uh, when we started the band i was listening to a lot the band super Shank were our like, fav- favorite group back then uh, we, uh, our, our main goal was to sound like sound like sound like that it was it was pretty fast and uh, but, but i mean it, it didn't turn out that way but <laughs> we, ne- we never sounded quite like that but uh that was a huge, huge inspiration. I mean it was uh, the the whole the aesthetic, if you looked at the albums, everything, it just it just appealed to me. The emo diaries getting on that
1: third volume and ninety nine and you know, it obviously helped the you know start the relationship with, with Deep Elm and get you into the States and that's how I heard about you. Was there any what were the thoughts when you had seen that compilation where you worried about the association? Were you... Or was it like, no, oh, this is a... I mean, it was pretty... You know, that was a, an amazing way to find out about bands. Um, what were just the, the, the thoughts around agreeing to do that?
2: Uh, I, I can't remember exactly how it went, but at the time, we, we didn't think of ourselves as an like a emo band, but for me, it was... When I saw that, it was okay, I think, because it, it helped uh, spreading our name I mean, if you if if you use that label, because um, uh, people people get an idea what it's what it's like, and uh, I I didn't have a big problem with it. We, we weren't. I mean, when we started out, we considered ourselves to be like an indie rock band. With uh, perhaps some harker influences, <laughs> after a while people started calling us an emo band. Even when we did uh, like the Japan Japan tour now 2019, they, they were calling us on, on on the poster. They said, uh, that, you, uh, "You know, the emo legend, Swedish emo legend." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so I mean, it doesn't bother me at all. I mean, it's just, I, I mean it's pe- people. Perhaps it helps to bring people to the shows and, and people get interested and then, it, then they listen to it and it, they, can, they can tell that the music has a lot of different influences, not, not just traditional emo music.
1: Yeah, or what they're thinking of. I mean, when you say indie rock band with hardcore influences, that's, I mean, emo core is where the word yeah, yeah. <laughs> came from. So it's like that is exactly. the, and so again, you're right, someone might listen to it and say, Oh. Oh, I was thinking it was gonna sound like this and maybe they dig a little deeper or realize that it's a, a little bit or they had no idea. Um so you're you're totally right. I think your 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 thought process of having that connected um Totally makes sense. The record that I got into, which I think a lot of people did, and obviously it was an Emo Diaries 3, and then the Four Hours Light record, which I thought I I joked about this earlier with some of the newer bands that are sound, that are Emo bands today. Their third record is always this sort of like, not opus, but sort of like they've kind of figured it out. And I think Four Hours Light is the same thing because, I mean, you yeah. guys had the guitar player from Fireside help you produce it. Uh, and it is this sort of, I think, the bigger sounding. You can see the little pieces kind of coming together. Did you feel that? What were,
2: yeah. What was yeah, that yeah. record like? I mean, it was the first record that we we were starting to... Uh, experiment in the studio and and uh, before on, on on the earlier albums we just uh, rented the uh, rent to the studio and uh, i mean went in and did the same thing that we had all practice in the rehearsal space i mean just play the songs and put the tape recorder on 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 record and and um then then it was done and now now we wanted to do when we did four hours light, we wanted to do something different uh, that that felt like a challenge to to us and, and uh so we 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 were preparing really hard before. I mean, we were working um, re- working hard in the rehearsal space and and uh, selecting songs. We had we had a uh, plan. I mean, fifty six songs before we went into the studio and and uh, we, we chose about uh, well, twelve songs. So we, it was definitely a very like creative and uh, fun recording. Got to use a lot of uh, different effects and uh, instruments like organs different uh, percussion moog synthesizers so it was uh it was like a it, it was really a fun thing to do so it, we really put a lot of effort into it and <laughs> unfortunately i mean at least in europe people were kind of i felt that people were kind of disappointed because they felt it was too far away from the sound that we had before we started, uh, before we released uh, Four Hours Slides, it was it was too far from this um, very guitar-based uh, pop punk hardcore, hardcore pop uh, that we that we had uh, in the beginning, and it didn't get perhaps the exposure that the uh, marking thing that we, it needed to. So so it was it was a bit. A bit disappointing, but 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 on the other hand, it got released uh, in the states, and and uh, I think the first record, like, Came out in the states, and uh, so so that's a good thing. And and it's still uh, I still like it's the record I listen to most from our old stuff. It's a record you can enjoy like listening in headf- in, in the headphones, it still sounds. I think the pr- production is very good, uh, even even today.
1: I agree. I think that's what the, it's interesting that you know you had all these people. This wasn't sounding like it is, but it was your third record, and you actually had time and you could go in the studio, and it was like. Let's just... And, and it's almost like to be able to give a band time like that and for you to now, it's the one that you are listening to the most and if it's 20 years
2: later... I think it was either doing that, I mean, uh, breaking up the band because I think it was necessary... For us to 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 do this, to, to be able to develop our sound a little bit, even if it meant that some people got lost in the process, but for for us it was necessary thing to do. And from all this,
1: from the shows, going to Japan, doing the stuff, you know, doing the 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 show in Stockholm, does it rekindle you you doing more music personally? Does it rekindle doing more music with Star Market? Are those things uh, on the horizon?
2: We talked about it. I mean. Uh... We we haven't uh, like rehearsed any new songs or anything like that because we, we haven't uh, decided anything. But we said that people write and, uh, any new songs, we, we can try rehearsing them and uh, we'll see what happens. We haven't decided anything really, but um, for now it feels uh, just good to have the band together again and, and uh, to be able to enjoy those fantastic shows that we have done uh, this year and, and the last year. So and uh, it's it's not impossible that we try to do. Some new stuff as well, but uh, we'll see what happens. That's exciting to think,
1: you know, from this from those shows to, uh, you know, th- you know again, fifteen years of nothing and <laughs> not even thinking about it, even <laughs> want to <laughs> listen to it, uh-huh, and then uh-huh. you do those shows and you and I think some, you know, that sort of moral of just sometimes let things take its course and life take its course, and then you're able to you're able to figure something out that that's really great
2: like i said like a like a missing part uh, a part i was missing from my life it's, it's uh it's back again so that that's uh, uh feels, feels like we ac- accomplished accomplished some, uh, something really good it's been a, uh, a great year the last year since we decided to do this i mean we and when we started, it was 15 years ago, we were playing, so we we, we didn't know what, what is going to, I mean, we also got, got a, lit, a bit older, <laughs> so I mean, we, we didn't know what, what it was going to sound like, uh, perhaps it's, that's why I was a bit reluctant in the beginning to, to, to do the reunion show, because I wasn't sure that, you know, it's going to be, sound, sound uh, as good as it, as it used to be, to do. and um, but, uh, but it did, <laughs> and uh, we, we we think we think we actually. Um, I mean, people say that sounds even bet- better than it used to do. I can see that a lot of bands when they get older. For example, if you if you compare it to Refuse, they I think they they are better now, at least as a live live act than than they were in the early 90s, mid 90s. When I saw them because <laughs> uh, people are more focused, people get more focused when when they are older older, and uh, just just more more focused on music and uh, doing doing everything right we, we we did we did some really good shows so that should
1: be the moral then you do a bunch of records, <laughs> you break up in disgust, yeah. and ten years later you actually play the songs <laughs> right
2: <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> exactly yeah. but, but uh, now, can I appreciate? No, the old stuff we did, the early stuff. And now I can look at all our all the stuff we did, and, and I can uh, I understand why why people are so that they think that our first uh, three records are the best. Because you know, it has to do with uh, they were released at a certain point of time. I mean, it's just when we were in Japan for example, we only played uh, we didn't play any material for, from uh, our last records it just felt right to play instead of early album. I also appreciate it. I understand why people think it's so good.